Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. You helped Renaissance people um, from the com- communist state of California. Wait, no, 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 no. Our governor is just making arbitrary decisions to limit the public's activities uh, based on no scientific data, just in control. Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to thrive in a stressed world. Now, number one, education. We're going to cover the five keys of of maintaining your health and despite um, circumstances that may be out of control. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of quotes from uh, Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And and this is a guy that went through concentration camp life, um, which, which is way worse than house arrest, but it's still along the same lines. Uh, so one of the things we have to look at, okay, and this is hugely important, is the education of the population. This is causing a huge amount of emotional stress. But if you heard, we will not get back to normal until we get a vaccine, or this is the new normal, social distancing, stay home, stay safe. Have you heard of crazy stuff like that? Yep, absolutely. Well, so I'm looking at different articles. I come across one in 2003, and this is when the media was blowing up the last SARS epidemic, and it was blowing it up like crazy. And this was an interview with a virologist, David Biltmore, Uh, just Listen to this, and this was 2003, 17 years ago. Some of the doctors that I worked with were just a twinkle in somebody's eye. No. <laughs> um, and this, this article goes on to say, I think the problem we have is such a fearful moment is that the media doesn't put enough effort into putting things in perspective, into saying what people can quite safely do. Nothing is absolutely safe and nothing is absolutely certain, but the media needs to convey that there are hierarchies of danger. Things like smoking, driving, climber on the ladder or hierarchy. In that context, the danger of SARS is negligible to a citizen of the United States. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so let's get into the fear factor because right now the New York Times quoted the World Health Organization staying, saying that hundreds of thousands of children are going to die in the world because of the economic turndown. That's hundreds of thousands. Okay, that's way, way worse than any, any of the highest estimates of, of deaths that have occurred so far. Uh, so w- what's going on with this? Well, number one, let's look at, at the craziness. The advice of the mask. Now, when you look at a mask on the World Health Organization website, they say there is no currently no evidence that wearing a mask, whether medical or other types, by healthy persons in the wider community settings, including universal community masking, can prevent infection from respiratory viruses, including COVID-19. The World Health Organization says they're not effective. Let's look at the California Department of Public Health. What do they say? There is limited evidence to say that cloth mask face covering during a public um, can during a pandemic can help reduce disease transmission. Wait a second. They say it won't work either. Let's look at the CDC um, and let's look at MedPage and a brilliant study uh, done. Quote, this is the title of the study. Masks fail to filter virus in coughing COVID patients. Uh, 
so what does a mask do? Well, one, it separates you and adds to the fear. And this goes on the media. So when you put a mask on, you're actually, um, do you think that you're protected? Well, what happens, you're limiting airflow. Now, you're supposed to breathe in and breathe out, breathe in and breathe out. And if that airflow is restricted, it's going to put your body into a stress state. Now, since you're not breathing in, you're going to be breathing, rebreathing some carbon dioxide that is going to further stress you out. And then when you breathe out, you're also breathing out viruses, bacteria, funguses that are inside of your lungs because we have a harmonious relationship with these things. And so that restriction of breathing, it increases oxidative stress, it decreases oxygen supply, and it's not recommended by science, by World Health Organization, or by the California Department of Health. So why are we wearing it? Because the media. The media is, is promoting this because people like panic. Viktor Frankl quote, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Amen, brother man. So this, take a stand. The mask is not based in science. You can call up our office and we'll give you a, a mask waiver that says by putting on a mask that it causes you stress. Now think of this. If you have a mask, you're not going to get this stuff from breathing in people's air. I mean, you could still smell a fart through it, okay? So you're not going to get a virus coming in. You don't need to be afraid of a virus. If you're coughing and sneezing, that sputum that, that has viral particles in it, wearing a mask would be appropriate, okay? But I'd much rather have you do deep breathing and get that stuff out of your system. So let's look at, at the death rates because the death rates now are a little unusual. Now, people die, and people die every day. Now, we've got a quote from April 13th from the CDC, and I've got one from May 1st. And they talk about COVID deaths. Now, what's interesting is they've always had an, a death uh, uh, rate or example. Um, like, you know, if somebody dies of a, of a car accident, you put car accident. If somebody dies of pneumonia, you put pneumonia. If somebody dies of a viral infection that is from a viral infection and not secondary infections, like let's say somebody had cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and then they get an infection. Did the infection kill them or were they already sick to begin with? So, you know, d d coming up with the disease rates or death rate can be tricky. Um, but back in April 13th, they had categories of COVID-19 deaths, beautiful category, deaths from all causes, good category, Ex percentage of expected deaths, makes sense, pneumonia deaths as a category, great. Then we get to weird, deaths with pneumonia and COVID-19. Hmm, why didn't they separate those out? Then we have influenza deaths. Now, since that's not a reportable disease, that's, that's going to be a challenge. But if you figure 7,700 people in America die every day, 7,700 people die every day, and we're more than 100 days into the year, and so we should be seeing about 700 and something thousand people dying. And sure enough, as of May 1st, Total deaths from all causes, 719,438 deaths. Now, that's actually below the average. So, Wait, did I just say that the overall death rates 
were below average. Yes, I did. So there's supposed to be a spike in death rates that justify the shutdown of the economy and everything else. And then you may say, well, because we shut the economy down, except when you look at countries like Sweden, comparing it to Spain and Italy. They had about half the percentage of death rates per population, a little bit less than half, and they didn't shut down anything. Viruses go through populations. But now that's not the big part of this. They change the categories. So remember, the category before was COVID-19, deaths from all causes, percentage deaths, pneumonia, deaths with pneumonia, COVID, and influenza. We got a whole different one now. They got COVID deaths. They got deaths from all causes and percentage of deaths. That's the same. Pneumonia, pneumonia and COVID, influenza. But now they have deaths with pneumonia, influenza, or COVID. So they have, like, they're mixing three different categories. Why are they mixing three different categories? Because they can't show enough numbers. Remember, right now, the CDC is a military organization. They're, they work for the government, okay, but they are designed to to do this if somebody comes at us with a a chemical or a biologic warfare attack that's why the cdc people have uniforms but wouldn't you want accurate data so why are you lumping pneumonia influence and covid into one category that doesn't seem to work then we look at the alert the covid alert march 24th that tells the uh, doctors on a death certificate um, COVID-19 should be reported on death certificate for all descendants where the cause of death is assumed to have caused or contributed to the death. Well, that's unusual. So they're saying to, to look at the causes. But now let's look at another study. And this is from the National Institute of Health, published in 2018. And when you hear asymptomatic carriers asymptomatic carriers now again that's the media blowing crazy stuff up you know what they call asymptomatic carriers healthy healthy because if you've had a viral exposure and developed antibodies to it that means that you were exposed to it mounted a defense and eliminated it you work that is how human beings work so this they did nasal swabs and this back in 2018 and they checked in the winter and summer. And sure enough, they found in the summer, they only had 5.6% testing positive. In the winter, they had 8% or 7% positive. And what did they find? What did they find in these healthy adults? Healthy adults. They found 50% of them had rhinovirus. 39% uh, had coronavirus. And Yes, that's right. This was 2018. Coronavirus was just a common cold. Now, there's a multiple different types of coronavirus. This one happens to be unique, and that's what, what put people into a panic. But coronaviruses are responsible for around 23% of all colds and flus. So what does that mean? Okay, you might say, well, they're testing. What are they testing? Well, they're using the PCR test. Now, the test can detect genetic sequence of viruses, but not viruses themselves. So all they can do with this test is say, yeah, you probably were affected by some, you maybe have it a bit, but again, this is going to be, are they identifying the, the new COVID, um, the SARS-CoV-2, like the, that's the one that shut down our economy, or are they identifying another COVID that doesn't have that same? Are the tests really specific?
Let's look at the National Institute of Health. They say that the false positive rate was around 80% okay, of the PCR test. Conclusion, they say, in close contacts of COVID-19 patients, nearly half or even more of the asymptomatic infected individuals reported in the active nucleic acid test screening might be false positive. That's right. The tests aren't accurate. So let's take a chill pill and look at how human beings are. Um, this was a great one published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science in 2010. It's called Evolution and Public Health. Now, listen to this. If you have a mask on, take the mask off. Okay, if you had or practice in social distancing, get together with people. Why? Because listen to this. Quote, first, humans co-evolved in a normal community of a symbiotic bacteria and parasitic worms. When they were eliminated by either hygiene or antibiotics, our immune systems can react to this unnatural situation by producing allergies, asthma, and autoimmune diseases. The second, the widespread use of imperfect vaccines, vaccines that do not completely impermanate, eliminate a pathogen from the body or person vaccinated, could lead to an increase in the virulence of the pathogen. This is a particular concern with malaria vaccines. Absolutely. You are designed to live here. It, if you are designed to be exposed to viruses, bacteria, and funguses, bacteria, viruses, and funguses attack dead, sick tissue. And that's why you have a 99.9% chance of living if you catch this. You're looking at over 90% of the people, if they get it, they have a mild cold. So we're looking at a very small percentage of people that usually have a comorbid condition that end up dying. So does it make sense that we crash the economy and kill hundreds and hundreds of thousands of children? Or should we take another look at this? DeFranco quote again, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last human freedoms to choose one attitude in any given set of circumstance, to choose one's own way. That's right. We cannot, cannot um, dictate our future or circumstances because the government has chosen to dissolve the Constitution and act on their own. Now, whether they're doing it to flex their muscle or protect us, uh, that's up to you to decide. Uh, whether Governor Newsom wants to open up the state on the 15th, and then he's coming up with random stuff. And I'm just in California, but I figure any governor that hasn't shut down um, is probably smart because they were doing the conservative approach. Any government that did shut down um, is practicing a brand new experiment that's never been done on human populations, where they're isolating healthy people. That has never been done, and it turns out that it didn't work that well. So you have a chance to choose your own way. Now, what do they say? They say, look, things will come back to normal when you get the vaccine, when you get the vaccine. Yeah, no kidding. They're going to have a forced adult vaccine, and you'll have to get the 16 on the adult schedule because once you give bodily autonomy, give that up. And then you are now going to be forced to function in society. You're going to have to show proof that you get that vaccine. Well, let's see how well they've been doing it. Now, remember, the SARS epidemic back in 2003, that was 17 years ago. 
um, they started to develop vaccines 17 years ago. And now this is called the SARS-CoV-2. Okay, so we have to understand that this is very similar to the one back then. And what do they find out in, according to the Journal of Science? And this is February 2004. Um, the all-out sprint for which virologists and geneticists chased the SARS outbreak last winter, immediately sequencing the genome of the new coronavirus sharing data coordinating research tech, was hailed as a triumph of emergency science. Well, sounds like today. Um, they go on to say that a leading Chinese biotech company uh, outside of Beijing will develop a vaccine from the Chinese Academy of Medical Science. This team has announced plans of safety testing the vaccine of an inactivated SARS virus in humans as early as this month. Now, that was February 2004. Let's go to, to October 2004. Oh my God, so it tested in February and then this one's from October. So what is that, you know, eight months? Extra, and this was published online in the Journal of Virology, quote, extra caution should be taken in proposed human trials of SARS vaccine due to the potential liver damage from immunization and viral infections. Let's look at another one from 2005. And it turns out evasion of antibody neutralization and emergence of severe acute respiratory syndrome. Quote, um, it's technically difficult to grow the CVET viruses, and because they have not been successfully propagated in animals, it is unknown whether the ABS that enhance the infection will exacerbate viral replication or the disease. What actually happened is they did a study. Okay, and they found, and this was published in uh, Emerging Infectious Disease, 2005, July. Currently, an inactivated SARS-CoV vaccine is in clinical trials in trial in China. Recumbent Vexor vaccines express full-length S proteins under the car's development. What they found was they did this vaccine. They did it. It worked. Okay, except it, when the animals were re-exposed to this, they all died. They died of weird lung hemorrhages and everything else. So it doesn't really work. And, it, and they've been doing this for 17 years. Now, you've got some people who have financial um, – they have financial rewards tied into the government's approval of this. They are, are not independent. So they will make millions and millions and millions of dollars if this gets forced on the public of the world. You're talking 7.8 billion people in the world. And even if they got, if they charge $10 for the vaccine, that's still $78 billion, okay, per year, every year for a vaccine that actually, if you get exposed, can make you sicker. Um Let's look at, again, if you're feeling depressed, man, I got another Viktor Frankl quote. Quote, forces beyond your control can take away everything you possess except one thing, your freedom to choose how you will respond to the situation. Wow. Viruses are vital for our ecosystem. You are designed to live here. In fact, viruses are an integral part of our human ecosystem. Most viruses are actually not harmful. And it played an important role in evolution and maintaining your ecosystem. Uh, 
Uh, Andrew Holmes, microvirologist from Sydney. Viruses are everywhere and do not instantly equate bad. They have the potential to cause very rapid biologic changes through epidemic disease. That is exceedingly rare. Vigilance is important, but panic is unwarranted. Um, they are able to move genetic information between hosts, but still we don't fully understand how this is influenced or continues to influence the evolution of our new species. Take the masks off. Let's look at Fabio Romero, the Institute of Human Virology. A, vari a virus is not a living organism. It's simply a well-organized molecular parasite. Now, your skin, your body has trillions of viruses, trillions. They're in you now. They're in your cells. They're on your skin. The only thing a mask will do is increase your stress level and decrease your oxygen level, which allows pathogenic ones, ones that are supposed to only attack dead tissue, attack you. The presence of a virus does not mean that it will cause the illness. That's why we're looking at the studies with um, uh, asymptomatic carriers. We breathe them in. We touch them. The presence in an organism doesn't mean they cause illness. Let's look at bacteria. Bacteria are normal flora, or they could be abnormal. Now, think, think of this. Your human body has 70 trillion cells. You have four times that many bacteria. You have four times the bacteria of viruses. And this is in a normal, healthy human. You have bacteria on your eye, contorting bacteria. You have good staph, bad staph. You've got viruses, funguses, bacteria on your skin. Um, you've got, and think of this, um, Moraxyl cateralis. Okay, now there's a gram-negative bacteria found in the upper respiratory tract. Now, it is normal normal flora. It's normal. It has to be there normally. However, in a weakened individual, it can cause pneumonia, acute bronchitis, meningitis, endocarditis, sinusitis. What does that mean? That means that we have viruses, funguses, and bacteria in our body. This is human anatomy and physiology. They are there in your body naturally. However, if they get in another area, they can cause damage or if your immune system's weak. Again, what is killing 99.9% of everybody that has died with influenza, pneumonia, or COVID? Because they're not separating the numbers anymore. So let's just say what, what, what's killing these people is a secondary dominant weakening of the immune system. This is not killing healthy people. And you know some troll out there is going, oh, yeah, there was a kid that died in Spain. Okay, really? Let's check his blood test vaccine history and history, okay? Because we're not seeing that in 99.9% .9 of the people. That's because you have normal flora of the bacteria and viruses. Let's look at E. coli. E. coli are normal in the gastrointestinal tract. However, they're responsible for 30% of the nosocomial infections, hospital-acquired, the urinary tract infections, half of them, surgical site infections, 24%. Now, it's interesting that bacteria can eat certain viruses. The, um, the, since we have a funky food processing um, uh, uh, procedures in our country, and I say funky because we're raising sick animals uh, with medications and antibiotics. We process them co completely crazy where we're creating diseases, and then we treat the, the meat products, animal products, with a spray of viruses 
okay, or spray of bacteria on these. It, it's, it's nuts. This one additive, food additive named Listex. Now you spray meat, cheese, fruit, vegetables everywhere. It's a cocktail of six bacteria-eating viruses. So they're spraying viruses on your meat to protect you from bacteria. That's right. You're, if you're eating a processed meat, you're eating viruses. Now, it, this Listex has been shown that it can provoke asthma, allergies, immune system problems. That's one of the reasons we don't recommend that you eat um, uh, processed meats. So what can you do? This is what you can do right now. One, don't panic. Know that you're designed to live here. Don't look for a new intervention. Okay, the vaccine is ridiculous. Um, forget the other things that they're telling you to do. Six foot distancing, break these rules. These are, the government should be respectful and appreciative of the people, not um, a, a, a regime that doesn't listen to you and does things that are unscientific. Strengthen your immune system and know, because look at our world, just look at our world. Autism, one in 38. Okay, attention deficit disorder, allergies, asthma, one in four, diabetes. This is a sick population. When we look at, at um, the five things you can do, number one, you have these are the five keys to health. You've got to get your nervous system checked. You have an autonomic nervous system, a sympathetic, which means fight or flight, parasympathetic is rest, digest, and repair. So your nervous system is the key to how you function in the world. So if you have a misinterpretation of your nervous system, you can have high blood pressure. So you got to get your nervous system checked first, first. Then exercise. This means every day. Exercise helps your brain function. It helps your, your immune system. It helps move limp. It's fantastic. Um, why they're closing the parks and the beaches. Again, you have to remember this when it's time to vote these bastards out. Now, exercise concentric and eccentric contraction. Concentric means your muscles contracting, shortening up under a load. Eccentric contraction is your mu muscle is lengthening under a load. <clears throat> you get a lot more muscle development from eccentric contractions. Um, and when you're working out, because working out every day, Resistance training first, that means muscle exercise first because you got the most available glucose for muscle repair. Then you do aerobic exercise second. And you got to get 30 minutes of getting your, your immune system up there. Proper nutrition. Uh, if man makes it, don't eat it. Hippocrates, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. Um, Dr. Bergman said, anything you take in your body will make you either healthier or sicker. Yeah. Okay. Fred Barge would quote himself too. So don't worry. I'm not the only guy. Okay. What happens if you eat plant cells? Well, we're looking at NFKB. There's nuclear factor kappa beta um, chain enhancer. Now, this is a protein and, and actually it's a protein complex found in almost all uh, plant cells. Now, this literally is inactivated by plants, and this is fruits, vegetables. So if you have a diet high in animals, you're causing an inflammatory response. High in plants, you can reverse cancer, arthrosclerosis, myocardial infarction, diabetes, amazing stuff. Get fermented foods. Heal your gut. Get omega-3s. 
You need that for your brain. Get phytonutrients. Buy for color. Look at blueberries. Look at the, the different colored potatoes. Look at bell peppers. Uh, eliminate GMOs, non-organic grains, commercial dairy, none of that. Get lots of vitamin D3. Break the stupid quarantine. Get your butts out to the beach. Okay, there's when injustice is done, there's no innocent bystanders. If there's any idiot out there that's walking in the sun, holding hands next to the ocean can cause a viral infection, please let them come and show me how that works. Get lots of omega-3s and fresh juice. Now, sufficient rest. Get deep sleep. Look at our sleep videos. When you're in stress state, when you're in a stress state, it's almost impossible to get that rest, digest, and repair so you can regenerate your, your tissue. Um, look at the drugs that can cause lack of sleep. Uh, and look at prayer and meditation. I know they've closed the churches. Break the church door down, okay? I'm sure we'll be able to get enough um, enough donations to rebuild it back. But the fact that they closed churches for something that's no worse than the flu? Okay, this is when we're never going to go through this again. Prayer and meditation. This is, if you look at the effects of your mind and your perception, knowing that you have a connection with a power that's greater than you, the key this is Dr. John Bergman, your, your voice of reason in this time of insanity. You will get better. Now, we are giving away. Get, it, get to Extreme Health Academy. We're going to do this for the month of May. The first 50 people that sign up for an Extreme Health Academy subscription for one year costs 199 bucks. You get a year of that. I'm going to give you a full body thermography at our clinic in Mexico, and a live blood cell analysis. Now, the thermography is around $500. The blood cell analysis is $150. This way, we'll check your system out for, for no charge. All you got to do is get the first 50 people that sign up for a year with uh, Extreme Health Academy. Go to Extreme Health Academy. Um, and, and if you can't do that, by God, hug somebody. Spread this information. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you. I love you.